Employability Service Roscommon. The Employability Service is an employment and recruitment service which assists people with a disability or health issue to find a suitable job of their choice. Are you currently aged over 18 years? Do you have a disability or health issue? Would you consider working part-time? If so, why not let Employability Service Roscommon support you to find that job in your local area? This is a confidential and free individualised service funded by the Department of Employment Affairs and Social Protection. Are you managing a mental health issue? We offer an individual placement and support service which is funded by the HSC and offers a range of tailored personalised supports to people using mental health services who wish to work. Although we cannot meet clients face-to-face during the COVID-19 period of restrictions, we can work with you by phone, online or by post. Whatever way is best for you. For further information, call 090-662-8608 or call or text 087-653-8176 or email info at rosemp.ie. Hi, Jim McCausland here, presenter of the Business R Show on Ross FM. Just dropping by to let you know the Business R Show airs every Thursday from 5pm to 6pm on Ross FM 94.6. To listen in, visit rossfm.ie forward slash live or download my weekly podcast from anchor.fm forward slash the Business R Show. Text your questions and comments to 083-85-99748 or info at rossfm.ie. The Business R Show, supporting local and international business through local radio. Hello and welcome to a business show on Ross FM with me, Jim McCausland. Today on the show, I'm delighted to be joined by Tomas Beads, the Operations Manager at Ross Common Leader Partnership. Hello, Tomas, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Jim, for having me. Tomas, you're the Operations Manager at Ross Common Leader Partnership. Can you explain to the listeners that mightn't be familiar with it what the Ross Common Leader Partnership is and why it was founded? Roscommon Leader Partnership is the trading name for Roscommon Integrated Development Company. Um, Roscommon Integrated Development Company was founded in 2009. It was a coming together of three smaller development companies, the Mid-South Leader, Arigna Leader and Roscommon Partnership. Um, I suppose Roscommon Leader Partnership and its predecessors would have supported and assisted enterprises and individuals since 1991. The main objectives would be to promote, support, assist and engage with social development, enterprise development, and also community development. We are managed by a board of directors. We're representatives from across all the sectors in County Roscommon, such as community, voluntary, social, the local authority, and state agencies. So they generally meet on a monthly basis, maybe every two months, depending on workload. And they then engage with different projects in order to help support community development in County Roscommon. So we are funded basically through different programmes from the government. So we roll out the programmes on behalf of the government or on behalf of the local authority, um, depending where the funding is is channeled through. We also um, roll out the leader programme, which is part of the CAP programme from Europe. So I suppose we're across different programs across Ireland, but also we look at 
programs coming from Europe as well um, in order to develop them on the ground for the benefit of the people of Roscommon. I suppose since its foundation in 2009, the company has really grown over the last number of years and we've diversified with many new programs, innovative programs, and we're continuously looking to innovate and to expand what we do for the people of Roscommon. And we all work um, for the people um, as much as possible. So really, you're a community development organisation. You aren't civil service. You aren't a private company. You would be community development, is that right? Community development is our basis, and I suppose a lot of our staff, um, their education and their background will be community development. They would have strong links with their local community. Um, They would have many different masters and degrees in community development. But I suppose that's our basis, but we also look at enterprise development um, through various different programs that we run. So community development is the main one, but it's to support, um, animate and enhance um, County Roscommon as a whole. So let that be migrants that's living in in Roscommon or let that be people that's living for generations in Roscommon. We want to enhance the lives of everyone in Roscommon and that's what we're there to do. When you say about the three organisations that came together uh, to form the one Roscommon leader, that process, was a difficult process, a difficult change process to come through? I suppose what I would say in relation to that is that every process of amalgamating companies um, is always going to have its positives and its negatives. I suppose the positives are only being seen now in the sense that the company is able to bid for larger programmes. Um, it has the capacity, but across each of the companies had a niche um, before they came together. Mm-hmm. Now we have a very strong workforce with various different talents across each of the different programs that we're involved in. So we, we now are collaborating across all our programs and we're, we're a stronger force in the sense that when we are looking to bring in, to develop programs for the, for the county, um, we feel like we're a stronger workforce and we can develop an awful lot better. So, uh, Tomas, the Roscommon Leader Partnership, how is it actually funded? Okay, so I suppose in relation to, if we go down to various programmes, in relation to the walk scheme and the Rural Recreation Officer, that would be funded through the Department of Community and Rural Development. Um, In relation to the leader programme, it would be through the same department, but some of the funds come from Europe, from the EU. Um, The section that comes from in the EU is in relation to the CAP budget. Um, The CAP budget is the budget that the Common Agricultural Policy that is the main budget that we'd say the single farm payment for farmers um, under one measure it comes out of. So it various different programmes that provides funds in order for us to develop projects across the county. Um, so with that comes animation um, costs, administration costs, but also project costs. So some are funded through dormant accounts, um, some are funded through Pobble, some are funded through the various different departments. One of the most recent larger ones we would have received in 2017 um, is a contract from the Department of Communications, which is a digital skills for citizens program. Um, so that was mainly funded to get non-liners online, so to train people how to get online for the first time and to enhance their skills. I suppose in a time of COVID and living in rural Ireland, th- the opportunities that come out of learning how to buy things online, how to communicate online, they're vital kind of things. Mass- massive, um, massive opportunities. I suppose the big thing in relation to that programme 
and that contract is we're just after receiving a pilot um, of 40 HSC staff where we've trained nurses to get online so in order to be able to do their work um, more efficiently and more effectively online. So the HSC and ourselves now are working on a project where there's going to be 1,200 people across the country um, trained with 10 hours training each on, on Zoom over the next number of weeks. Um, so that's a big undertaking from a company based in Roscommon Town. And it, I suppose not many people know of some of the services we do deliver, but we received that pilot of the first 40 on the back of our consistency and our, I suppose, our success in delivering the previous the previous contracts for from the Department of Communication. So that's a real great opportunity in relation to, to train 1,200 HC staff over the next number of weeks and months from right across the country. And to train them remotely is okay, it comes with its um, difficulties and challenges, but previously we would have trained almost 18,000 people since 2017 around the country in face-to-face settings. So this is the first engagement with Zoom and with getting non-liners online. So however difficult it was for all us workers last March to get online, yeah. um, you can imagine how difficult it is going to be for staff that may never have you engaged with the online process. So that's going to be a real interesting one, but it's going to come with great positives as well. Yeah. Tomas, you're operations manager with Common Leader. Can you give our listeners an idea of what that role entails in the organisation? So I suppose I work across programmes. I try to support the staff that's um, working across all the programmes. But my main duties will be to manage the leader programme. The leader programme is a grant funding programme to community and to businesses. Um, So we we roll out the leader programme in the whole county of Roscommon. We work with the Roscommon Local Community Development Committee and Roscommon County Council. We are the implementation partner for the whole programme. I also manage the Digital Skills programme, which is the Digital Skills for Citizens programme that I just spoke Mm -hmm. about. Um, I manage the Rural Recreation Officer and the WALK schemes. And I help out in managing the Roscommon office as well, just the day-to-day duties in relation to the Roscommon office. So when did you take up that role? I took up the role of operations manager, I think, in about 2016. So I'm with the company since 2011. And prior to that, Darrell? Prior to that, um, it's actually a unique story because I completed my leave insert, I think, in 2006. I went to college in Athlone Institute of Technology and I'm delighted to hear recently about the university status um, that they're just after receiving. It's a fine, it's a fine institute. Um, so I did a, a degree in accountancy and I came out at the worst time possible out of college in 2010, 2011. And at that stage, there was a job job bridge opportunity in relation to people that was on the live register. So I took a job bridge position with Roscommon Leader Partnership um, and I haven't looked back. And I just, I think I've only recently thought about this again. Jobbridge was something that was ridiculed across the country, that it was something, it was free labour and it, was, um, it wasn't something that was really um, attractive. But it gave me an opportunity to get into a workforce, um, to build my confidence in order to develop, in order to apply for jobs. So I started my Jobbridge and that was a six-month placement. Um, and... From there, I've been an administrator. Um, I was acting CFO for um, 
two periods of maternity leave and then I'm operations manager ever since. You've clearly a passion for working in community development. Yes, but I suppose if we look at the current pandemic, when you're working for a low wage um, or when you're on placement, there will always be opportunities if you're willing to give it a chance um, and if you're willing to put the work in. So I suppose, and I, you always have to, I always feel sorry for graduates coming out of college where the wages mightn't be that high and we don't know the job opportunities mightn't be there or they mightn't be locally. Um, you may have to travel for jobs. So it's not all about wages and salaries. If you can see that you're benefiting the community, I think that's that's the most important thing. And I love I love working with community groups. I love working with businesses. Mm. I love trying to promote the opportunities that's there in relation to different grants um, and different opportunities for for businesses. Mm-hmm. You talk about uh, graduates sir, and how they get started and the difficulties that they face. I believe that one of the programs you run is the Roscommon Graduate Retention Program. What is that? So the, the Graduate Retention Program is basically looking at the... We have a, a big issue in Roscommon in the sense that we're, we have the highest level of graduates leaving the county to, to find work. Um, so the, this was an initiative set up through the SICAP program that they would look at trying to retain the graduates, um, our own graduates, Roscommon graduates, in Roscommon by, I suppose, maximising the job opportunities that's in Roscommon to try and retain the wealth and knowledge we have and the workforce we have so that it would attract young people that was leaving college that were from Roscommon back into the county to live and work. And I suppose when we when you have people living and working in, in a county, it's going to prosper. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue we would have had in the past, and I think this is all going to change due to COVID, which is a great thing, is that people had to work in, go to Dublin, go to Galway, to find, go to Sligo maybe, to find full-time employment. Um, now I think with the remote working, I think there is going to be a chance for people to live and to work in Roscommon, and they may have to travel one day a week or two days a week to Dublin. So I think, and we can already see it from our work um, in the communities that there is a massive shift towards people moving from Dublin to live and work in Roscommon, mm-hmm. to work from Roscommon, yeah. which is brilliant. Tomás, when you talk to me about the graduate recruitment programme, is that a programme aimed at encouraging businesses in that support uh, graduate employment? Or is that a programme whereby graduates can come to you and say, look, I live in County Roscommon. I don't want to move away after I graduate. Is there graduate opportunities there? It's a twofold um, in relation to encouraging businesses to advertise with us in relation to the different positions they have, but also to encourage graduates to come in and link in with our portal in relation to it. So it's very much twofold. It's accessible for businesses and for graduates. So it's it's all about keeping keeping the our graduates in Roscommon or close to Roscommon. So if there's job opportunities in County Galway, Carrick and Shannon maybe, um, Casabar, those are the jobs we, we want to promote. But also we want to engage with the graduates in order to see what their skills is, see can we enhance enhance their skills, maybe with C V writing, um, maybe with um preparation for for interviews, um, skills. So we try and work with it, with all with all aspects in relation to graduates to try and promote and to help them. Tomas, um, Roscommon leadership 
programme is a large organisation. How many people do you actually employ? We employ in around 65 um, people um, and then we have almost 300 participants um, with the various different schemes. So we centrally employ 65. That's a great number of people. Yeah, and, and I suppose the great thing is is we are all from diverse, different backgrounds and we work great as a team, but obviously there's always issues within team because we're all really committed and really strong in relation passionate. to our beliefs and passionate. And that that brings great, um, I, I won't say challenges, but a great um, collaboration then when we actually go after a project. Each week on the show, I ask our guest to pick three pieces of music for us to listen to. Tomas, what's your first track for us? The first track is a strange one. It's um, Waka Waka, this time for Africa. Um, I suppose it was a unique time when the World Cup was held in Africa. Um, it brought a lot of different communities together and it, it resonated with me ever since. Great, that's coming up next. Africa, Jungle, eh, eh, Jungle, eh, eh, Samina, Minas, 
This product is for over 18 existing adult smokers and vapors only as it contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive substance. It's time to seize the day and discover the unseen. Enjoy nicotine anytime, anywhere. With Nordic Spirit Nicotine Pouches, just place one gently under the lip and feel the tingling sensation. For up to 60 minutes or less, it's up to you. Without tobacco, without smoke, without smell, without fuss. Nordic Spirit in smooth mint or berry citrus. It's the Nordic way to enjoy nicotine. Follow us on Instagram at nordicspirit underscore ie. Welcome back. I'm joined in studio today by Tomas Beads, Operations Manager for Roscommon Leader Partnership. Tomas, the aim of the Roscommon Leader Partnership is to provide a strong delivery of services for County Roscommon. Can you tell me some of the programmes that the leader has been involved in over recent years? Okay, we have a vast range of different programmes. Um, some are active at the moment, some are inactive. I suppose if we look at the active ones, we have the Rural Social Scheme. Um, the RSS scheme allows low-income farmers who are unable to earn an adequate living um, from their farm holding, maybe too small, um, to earn supplementary income through employment provided by local community development projects. So that's a nice program um, running for a number of years. We also have the SiteCap program, which is the social inclusion activation program, community activation program. Um, that's run right across the county, which engages with enterprises but, and also engages with communities in relation to enhancing um, people's skills in relation to getting back into employment, but also to giving communities an opportunity through training, let it be governance training, um, different skills training, to be able to develop, to be able to apply for grants, to apply for possibly community employment schemes, to give people and communities an opportunity, to facilitate that opportunity to allow people to prosper um, and to grow. We also run the LEADER programme, um, and this is designed to improve the quality of life in rural areas for all rural dwellers, um, including farmers, um, which would encourage diversification of economic activity on the farm, but also the development of rural enterprises, the development of tourism, which I think we're doing a better job at over the last number of years in Ruskaman, um, village enhancement and also climate cha change initiatives, something that's coming down the line very strong. Um, we're also beginning to look at remote working, um, which is going to be a big thing um, in the future. So remote working hubs, remote working strategy. Um, so that would be a synopsis of the leader programme. In relation then to the TOOS programme, that's an activation initiative for those who are unemployed and who are on the live register. So we expect that to get very busy once the PUP um, starts, to, starts to close off. And what does that programme do? So the TOOS programme, um, if, if you're on the live register for up to 12 months, um, that can basically, you, can, you have a supervisor, you're allocated a supervisor in relation to the TOOS programme. And that allows people that are on the live register to come off the li live register and to work in the community, maybe with the tidy towns, um, for a small bit of extra income. But it also facilitates them to develop their skills in relation to maybe help them to gain confidence while out working um, in their own community, uh, but also maybe to develop their CV. So there's... There's a lot more than just being out working. It does, there's various different training programs that's facilitated for the TOOS participants. Um, 
So it's it's an initiative to get people off the live register long term. Um, it's a really successful initiative that's running since 2011. We also have the family playbus, um, Roscommon family playbus, which is the big blue playbus, which mm-hmm. you may have noticed around the town. I have, um, I've seen it around. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that bus goes out to the different traveller sites um, around the county um, to facilitate um, homework clubs, um, maybe play play dates for the kids where they can come on and do their homework and then we'll say they can they can play with the different toys that's on, on the bus. So that's a really good initiative. Um again helping different families from different backgrounds. Um so we're we're all about trying to support all the different communities that make up the county of Roscommon. Um in relation to that big blue bus, how do you choose what areas to go to? Do uh, can families approach you and say, look, we'd love to uh, have this in our area or what happens? Well, the big blue play bus um, is very much funded through the HSC and through their Traveller Health Programme. So it works very closely with the Traveller Health Coordinator and the designated sites in relation to the travellers. Mm-hmm. That's really where it is engaged. From time to time, then, the big blue play bus is used for community events such as the Lamb Festival or such as Boyle Arts Festival, etc., etc., where they would go out park the bus and maybe do um, face painting for the day on the on the blue papers so in order to promote what it's all about and um, what the bus is all about so to promote the whole initiative um, right across the county um, in relation to the other different programs we would have ran the walk scheme um, we were in a really good walk scheme we have three walks at the moment we've run Dune um, we have the Suck Valley Way and we have the Miners Way um, through the walk scheme so they are in a number of locations. We also have the Bear Brefney Way, um, which is running right through from Cork right up to Cavan. Right, it's running right through Roscommon. Um, so we manage the walk scheme in relation to the walks that's going through farmers' land um, and manage the payments and the maintenance of the walks um, for the general public to use the walk scheme. Mm-hmm. And over the last 12 months, we've seen a massive influx of people using the, the local walks because of the restrictions. So we hope that that will continue. Um, and it's only when we are restricted that we realise the natural habitats that we have and the walks that we have on our doorstep. No longer do we need to go to Salt Hill for a walk. Um, we can go out to Moe Park or we can go to Clonsellan Abbey um, or out to Kiltiven. There is loads of lovely walks right on our doorstep. We just need to get out there um, get out there and to to engage with them. And I suppose the County Council wish ourselves has developed a good walks booklet that promotes the walks in the county. So that is that is one of the go- really good initiatives that I think COVID will have a positive impact on. Tomas, when you talk about the walk scheme, and I agree 100% with you, uh, there, there's walks that have been uh, created and money's been put into developing these over the over the last number of years prior to the COVID thing, but it's really come to fruition over the last year where people are restricted on their movements and they're having to investigate where else can you go for walks in your local area. You're starting to see wee coffee shops too popping up in different areas. Um, I, I don't think there's a horse box in the country that doesn't have a coffee shop in it at the minute. <laughs> but that's that's a different story. But 
with regards to the walk scheme and you're looking at supporting farmers and that there, you touched on there's a payment. At, is that payment made to the farmers for the upkeep of the walks or is that for access or what is that? It, it is paid to the farmers for the upkeep and maintenance of the walks. Um, I suppose the farmers allowed access through their land for, for walkers. Um, so it's very much collaboration and this is very much what we do is bring the farmers together with a programme that's run by the department and we have a rural recreation officer then that manages that whole programme. So I suppose the farmers are key to the ho- overall walks um, and that's the great thing. It's rural farmers um, and it's not that that are key to a, to a walk scheme that people may, may not realise when they're actually walking through land um, how this all came about. So we're in the background then just facilitating that. Tomas, you have a programme for Rural Men's Group. Uh, what is that programme? So the Rural Men's Group um, is very much like an active age group for very much for men, um, where it brings together men um, once or twice a week um, for various different events. So pre-COVID, what men would have done is they would have came together, maybe have a meal, a hot meal, and they would be have a have a talk with a local historian about the different landmarks in the area. So we there was three active rural men's groups, um, Drum Boylan, Balahadrine and Dysert. We'd also facilitate the group going to going on different trips. So that may be to Knock, Loch Derg, um, Dublin, Zoo. And it's it's basically trying to combat rural isolation um, mm-hmm. with bachelors, widowers um, and and general people that just want a little bit more engagement in rural Roscommon. So it's one of the scheme, It's one of the groups that was there. It's there a long time. Um, it has really bedded in, and I suppose we now have the men's shed. So the men's shed is a new thing, a new initiative. But the rural men's group still has a place and still has has a value. And even in COVID times, it, it was really strong in relation to keeping engaging with those those bachelors that may not be seeing someone from one end of the week to the next to make sure that they're okay, that they're looking after their health and that. I believe you are also involved in the Family Resource Centre in Castlereagh Prison. Can you tell me a wee bit about that? So, yes, um, we run the Family Resource Centre in Castlereagh. Um, this is an engagement centre for the kids of and the families of some of the prisoners, um, the men in, in Castlereagh. Um, so it's it's a small little a small little room um, where the families can can drop in if um, if you're going in to see your loved one that you, your family can go in there in a safe setting and play for a period of time. Okay, that that's great to hear. So yes, you're involved in a lot of different programs across the county. Yeah, there's a wide diversification of of projects um, and programs, and that's the one great thing because it's a coming together of different staff from different different backgrounds in order to achieve the one goal that I've spoken about previously is to enhance um, the, the the lives of, of the people of Roscommon. Tomás, farming in rural Roscommon and across Ireland has a massive role in our survival when it comes to food production. Roscommon Leader has a programme which you mentioned earlier called the Rural Social Scheme. What is the role of the scheme and has it benefited communities within the county? Rural Social Scheme allows low-income farmers who are unable to earn an adequate living from the farm holding to earn a supplementary income through employment providing the local community development 
projects. Um, so we have the responsibility of managing the rural social scheme and the responsibility for the operation of it rests with the Department of Social Protection. Um, for participants, I suppose, in relation to the rural social scheme, um, it, it allows them the chance to do something different than just be on the farm. Um, it, it obviously allows them 19 and a half hours per week work um, and it is administered in a farmer-friendly manner. Um, in relation to the communities, then, they benefit from the, the work that the participants do on the ground in relation to um, the different tidy towns, um, different initiatives that the rural social scheme may manage, um, energy conservation work for the elderly, um, enhancement projects in the different villages. I suppose in relation to food production in Riscommon, we also have um, a food initiative in the LEADER programme, which um, is grant funded at 75%. So this is adding value to food. Um, so that's also another initiative that we would work closely with um, food producers in Roscommon. So that's a different angle, I suppose, to the Rural Social Scheme, but it's also another initiative. Tomas, LEADER is heavily invested with programmes for and within the county. But is a leader working towards building relationships with organisations on a European level? And what benefit do you think that it could bring? So I suppose we work closely with um, different stakeholders in relation to looking at programmes um, at an EU level. We roll out the Erasmus project, which is funded through the EU. We, leader is obviously funded through the EU also. Um, we work with our partners across the country under the... ILDN, which is a kind of overarching um, committee of all the local development companies um, in the country. So it's the ILDN then is a is a kind of a it, it, it's a brand that facilitates all the different companies to come together to look at the various different projects, let it be at a national level or EU level. Um, so the different CEOs would meet on um, a monthly basis and then various different teams from the different programmes would meet um, maybe quarterly in order to try and develop the different the different programmes and enhance the programmes that's available. So we would look at the administration to ensure that if there's an easier way of doing things, if there's a better way of doing things, ILDN would facilitate that conversation with the department, the various different departments or the various different programmes at an EU level. Mm-hmm. When you are out and you are pushing for support in Europe at, at a European level, uh, are you getting support from our local MEPs or are they involved in that process? Definitely. Um, they play a massive role. Um, and I think the role of public representatives is not acknowledged enough um, and let that be at a local level, national level or EU level. Um, they have a massive job to do and they do play a role um, to each and every one of them have a role to play and are always very inviting and very hands-on in relation to any issues we may raise with them and any any help we may require. Next up, we're going to play Tomas's second pick of music for today. What have you got for us, Tomas? So my second song is Jealous of the Angels by Donna Taggart. Um, when you listen to the lyrics, um, it will resonate with an awful lot of people. So by listening to the lyrics, you'll know where I'm coming from. That's great. That's coming up next.
then look no further than Ross FM 94.6 for your job vacancies, which will be aired on the Business Hour show every Thursday between 5 and 6 p.m. Contact us today via email info at rossfm.ie to have your job vacancies on air. This product is for over 18 existing adult smokers and vapors only as it contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive substance. It's time to seize the day and discover the unseen. Enjoy nicotine anytime, anywhere. With Nordic Spirit Nicotine Pouches, just place one gently under the lip and feel the tingling sensation. For up to 60 minutes or less, it's up to you. Without tobacco, without smoke, without smell, without fuss. Nordic Spirit in smooth mint or berry citrus. It's the Nordic way to enjoy nicotine. Follow us on Instagram at nordicspirit underscore ie. Welcome back. I'm joined in studio today by Tomas Beads, Operations Manager with Common Leader Partnership. Refugees in Ireland were once a prevalent topic covered extensively in mainstream media. What work has the leader done with refugees in Roscommon? So I suppose the resettlement of Syrian refugees coming from refugee camps in the Lebanon and Greece under the United Nations Resettlement and Relocation Programmes um, in response to the international crisis that we had um, those years ago. The programme was developed to provide support to those families resettled um, throughout the county of Roscommon. So... Families arrived in into Ireland with limited English um, or limited material possessions. So it's all about supporting those families with trying to ensure that they settled in to their refuge um, as comfortably as possible. Um, so the aim would be to increase the proficiency in English also, um, to reduce their social isolation um, and to also encourage independence through education and through upskilling. So it was to help them um, to be acknowledged for who they are um, and not to be stereotyped. Um, it was, I suppose, a programme that was funded by the Department of Justice and delivered on the ground by ourselves. And what role do you see for Roscommon Leader Partnership in helping integrate refugees into a community that maybe uh, hadn't had refugees before? Was the big thing in relation to this is communication and if the communication is right in relation to the local community um, from the very start I think that helps also we're working with the county council in relation to a possible migrant strategy for the county which is going to help to promote um, the ease of access to to the different programs for refugees and for resettlement programs for refugees so the basis for everything in relation to this will be that the communication is right from the very start. It's consistent and that all the different stakeholders work together for the best outcome for the refugee because they have gone through unbelievable hardship um, in their own countries and in order to get here. And we have to acknowledge that. And I suppose if people will have their own their own opinions in relation to this topic, but I suppose there was a famine in Ireland one time and... We had a tough time too, so I suppose, and every every country will go through a tough time at some stage. Tomas, the usual way of working for many people was disrupted over 14 months ago due to the pandemic. How did Roscommon Leader Partnership work through the pandemic and how many leader programmes were cancelled or delayed because of COVID? Well, certain certain projects and programmes may have been delayed um, due to construction being closed. Um, but 14 months ago, 
we were designated as an essential service. So we continued working in the communities. We got involved with the COVID response form in Roscommon. Um, so we started helping with meals delivery. We also helped with delivering shopping, um, delivering medicine. Um, the friendly call service really um, enhanced its capabilities to call people that was living on their own um, or maybe feeling isolated. So there was a broad range of different thing, tasks that each of the staff took on in relation to COVID-19. And I would say it was one of the really successful projects that Roscommon Leader Partnership has had over the past number of years in the sense that almost 7,000 interventions um, since March 20th, 2020 have taken place um, where we have delivered meals, packs, um, in order to combat the isolation of the dwellers in County Roscommon. And we even crossed the border of many of the different counties um, surrounding us um, to deliver medicine that may be required to cancer patients. And I suppose that was the one really great positive thing to come from COVID, that we we were there on the ground when we were needed. Did you and your colleagues benefit from remote working over the COVID pandemic? I suppose working remotely um, is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing. Working remotely probably allows you to focus in on the tasks in hand, um, but it was it was a quandrum we were pushed into in relation to the way things had happened nationally and internationally. Um, I do think we have benefited because it was something that was always coming down the road in relation to trying to get the work-life balance correctly. Um, we're now at the stage where we're we're at a blended approach, so we work um, maybe one day a week in the office and the four days at home. Um, which is really nice too because you're getting back into a more structured approach. Um, but the remote working is something that maybe was pressed on us um, through the pandemic five years early. I think it's something that's going to happen nationally um, and the strategies are all in train at the moment in relation to getting um, remote working as being one of the ways forward for employees across the country. Does Leaderp have any plans for expanding the organisation outside of Roscommon Town with the possibility of having offices in areas like Castle Ree, which is expanding because of support from organisations like yourselves? Well, I suppose the way the way we look at it is um, where there's a need, we'll be there. Um, we were there when COVID struck. Um, if there's a need in any town or village, we will we will be there. Um, we hold our head office in Roscommon. We have a sub office in Cas- in Balahadreen. We also have a sub office in Arigna and we operate a small office in French Park. So, if there's a need, um, in in different areas, there is no there's no issue with us setting up an office. But I suppose we are freely accessible because we have supervisors spread right across the county in relation to two scenarios schemes, um. Our SICAP team is on the ground. Our leader team is on the ground. Um, so there's no issue. We're very accessible. Even though our offices may not be visible in the town, we are there in the background um, supporting each and every community group. Where do you see the future for the Common Leader Partnership? I think the future is bright in relation to community development companies. Um, we're always looking to expand. We're always looking to innovate. Um, we're always looking at different ideas. Um, and you also have to look at your counterparts. There's some fantastic development companies around the country, 
and that run, roll out various different programs. And if I give you an example, something that may not be known widely, but will be um, in the coming weeks, the Melton Posh um, only today um, delivered their first meals to people that required the meals. Um, that's an initiative that was widely supported across all Roscommon Leader Partnership programs and by the staff. So that just shows that we responded to the need that was developed through COVID and now there is a programme in place funded through Pubble um, that's going to be there for well into the future, well into after we're, we're gone in relation to providing some a, an essential service to the communities in Roscommon where there is gaps um, for meals. Um, so we're always looking to respond to to the issue that's there of the day. And there will always be issues that will crop up. Um, but they, we also need to look at the stock we have in relation to tourism. Um, we have some of the finest sites in Ireland um, on our doorstep. And so I suppose now that COVID has happened um, and we're coming out the right side of it, it's now time to probably reflect on what we have and try and promote um, even more the different areas of Roscommon that we probably didn't visit in the past um, and to take in to take in what we have but also to promote to promote what we have yeah you've been with the Roscommon leader partnership for quite a while now which program are you most proud of I'm not there that long now Jim uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm only I think I'm just covering my first decade in, in August, decade in August so and it's a decade I've really enjoyed um, the program I'm most proud of is Roscommon Leader Partnership I'm not going to pick any program um, mm-hmm. I think the the biggest program is us all working together as staff for the benefit of the county and it would be unfair of me to pick one program of the, over the other I think the true nature of our business was shown through COVID-19, um, through the work that all of us did. And we were all privileged. And I think we'd all, do, to a man, we'd all do it again. Um, so I suppose that's what I would be most proud of. I wouldn't pick any programme. Um, I think they're all great programmes. They're all different. That's the one great thing. We are all different working in the programmes. And that brings great, um, great positives. Okay. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Tomas, how can people find out more about the Roscommon Leader Partnership? You can log on to our website or the simple way of calling us on 090 Um Our website is updated regularly. Um, all the details of all the different programs we've spoken about is there. Um, but drop us a call and we're just, um, our, off- our head office is based on Gofflings Road. Moving away from the work side for a while. Okay. I've been speaking to a few people this week. Uh, prior to the the interview and they tell me that you keep a lot of sheep in your your spare time and you were also involved in bringing the world uh, sheep shearing competition to Kiltoom. Yeah for my sins I suppose I'm I'm um, I'm a sheep farmer uh, part-time as someone said to me earlier I'm a gentleman farmer Um, if you look in relation to the different things. I get involved in a lot of different initiatives. I like to be involved in community groups. Um the sheep sharing was one of the one of the major ones. Um it was a time that in twenty seventeen that um the national sheep shearing um came forward to say that they were looking for a host and it just it just all happened to fall into place. Um it was massive to see 
um, the different people have brought into the county. And I suppose anything that promotes and helps a community group in Roscommon, I've no problem in helping out and I've no problem lending a hand to any community group or any business that's there for the right reasons. That's great to hear. Okay, that's all we have time for in the show today. I hope you enjoyed listening. I'd like to thank my guest, Tamad Speeds, for taking part, Margaret McHugh for helping me produce the show, and Louis Fargo for helping me research. Join me next Thursday from 5pm to 6pm for more of the business show. Our last pick of music for today by Tomas is... Um, Love Really Hurts Without You um, by Billy Ocean. That's great. Thanks, Tomas. Jim McCausland here, presenter of the Business R Show on Ross FM. Just dropping by to let you know the Business R Show airs every Thursday from 5pm to 6pm on Ross FM 94.6. To listen in, visit rossfm.ie 
forward slash live or download my weekly podcast from anchor.fm forward slash the business or show. Text your questions and comments to 083-85-99748 or info at rossfm.ie. The Business R Show, supporting local and international business through local radio. This product is for over 18 existing adult smokers and vapors only, as it contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive substance. It's time to seize the day and discover the unseen. Enjoy nicotine anytime, anywhere. With Nordic Spirit Nicotine Pouches, just place one gently under the lip and feel the tingling sensation. For up to 60 minutes or less, it's up to you. Without tobacco, without smoke, without smell, without fuss. Nordic Spirit in smooth mint or berry citrus. It's the Nordic way to enjoy nicotine. Follow us on Instagram at NordicSpirit underscore IE. Ross FM 94.6, your community radio station for all your job vacancy adverts. Have you got job vacancies you want to advertise for unbeatable prices? Then look no further than Ross FM 94.6 for your job vacancies, which will be aired on the Business Hour show every Thursday between 5 and 6 p.m. Contact us today via email info at rossfm.ie to have your job vacancies on air. This is Martina Dockery from the Mixed Bag Music Show. I'm just dropping by to let you know about an exciting opportunity to advertise on Ross FM 94.6 and on our website rossfm.ie. Have your ad on the air this week and remind Roscommon that you are open for business. Take advantage of our competitive rates and submit your application today at rossfm.ie forward slash advertise. So do it today. We're waiting to hear from you. Ross FM supporting local business. Ross FM 94.6 Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web Listen in online at rossfm.ie